Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Hello and welcome to Money Over 50. Dallas, today uh, your topic is why you should make personal contributions to super instead of salary sacrificing. Thanks, Michael. Tell me what you uh, mean by that. (laughs) Um, So this is a, should be a fairly short one. We always go to record a podcast and say this should only take five minutes and then half an hour later we're debating about something completely unrelated. But the concept I'm talking about here is most people understand uh, if you want to make contributions to super from your before tax income, uh, you can do what they call salary sacrificing. So you go to your payroll and you say, I want you to take um, $300 a week from my pay and contribute that straight into my superannuation fund. You don't pay income tax on that at that point in time. So yep. your employer doesn't withhold income tax on your behalf. It goes straight from your pre-tax income straight to your super fund. So. Yep. At the end of the day, for most people, that, that is what we want to achieve, is that, you know, to use round numbers here, it's quite right, but if you're earning $100,000 a year, your employer's putting in just less than $10,000 into super as their employer contributions, yep. you can put an, another just over $15,000 into superannuation from your before tax income. Yep. Uh, you pay a 15% contributions tax on that going in, but you don't pay your income tax rate, which is 39% or 34.5% on that. So for most of our most of our clients in that last 10 years of work, that's one of the first levers that you want to pull. Is, is Ab- absolutely. Is, so it's the most tax effective way to do it because um, exactly. uh, $100 going in, to yeah. use a $100 example, mm. um, you're saving yeah. uh, 34.5% to income. 39% tax. Yeah. And you're only paying 15% on, exactly on the right. way in. So, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an overnight return of 20% of, of 20% or, or higher yeah. um, straight away. Yeah, so. that's right. And so that's that's a really, for most people, it's it's a it's a really easy one to understand. Is that you know, on that $100, like you say, it's a 20% a $20 extra that's going into your super fund and staying yeah. in there rather than going to the ATO. Yes. No one that we've ever spoken to wants more money to go to the ATO. No, so that's most right. people can see that that's the way to do it. And what we see is that sometimes before coming in to meet with us, people have already been trying to do this, trying to, what they uh, have been trying to do is maximize their before tax contributions to super. And so there's a limit of $25,000 on that, which includes your employer contributions and the amount that you can put in. Yep. Now, what we see a lot is that uh, most people do that via their payroll, via salary sacrificing. And one that I'm seeing, I see a fair bit is that people try to try to do that, try to go up to that $25,000 mm. limit via their payroll. But then what happens invariably is at some stage throughout the year, uh, their income changes or their employer puts, there's all sorts of ways that this calculation can go a little bit wrong. There's so many ways, isn't there? Their employer can put in two contributions in June instead of one in June and one in July or yep. vice versa. Um, throughout the year, their employers given them a, you know, even just a 3% pay rise as yep. part of their EBA. 
Yeah, they have You see back payments. I've seen people get back yeah. paid. Um, yeah. uh, they they receive the yeah. uh, the EBA in yeah. uh, April. Yeah, but it's but back paid till yeah. uh, August. Yeah. the year before. So well, and, a big whack of money goes in. And invariably, people are using their payslips to calculate how much has gone in, which yeah. is a is one part of it. But you also actually need to look at what's what's physically going into your super fund. Often what is on your payslip that has been contributed to super hasn't necessarily gone in yet. Yeah. Um, so and there's also the timing too, like just to, yeah. to, not to digress too far, but, but, but some employers pay in per pay. So mm. if you get paid fortnightly, they make their contribution to your super fund per yeah. fortnight. Yeah. However, um, yeah. by law, they're only required to pay in every three months. Yeah. And, and there's a lag there yes, too, because right. it's, it's uh, you know, if you start work on the on the first of April, yeah. um, there's three months exactly yeah. to the end of June, yeah. the end of that financial year. However, it doesn't. Um, it mightn't fall in until the following because they they have a yeah. month after until the end of the quarter. So so no money might go in. Yeah, and and so it's a. It actually used to be the case that if you were an employee, you had you couldn't make personal contributions into super and claim a tax deduction for yeah. it. So you had to do it by a salary sacrifice, which was. Yeah. A real, uh, a real pain for a lot of people, and we spent a lot of time trying to get those calculations exactly right. Now, if if we struggle to get it exactly right, and this is our job, you can understand that what I see again and again when people first come and see me is that they say, "Well, I tried to, I tried to do the salary sacrifice thing, yeah. then for some reason, you know, I got it wrong, or it was I calculated it wrong, and then yeah. I got hit with this big tax bill." So. They went over their yeah. contributions by a thousand dollars or something like that. And bearing in mind what we're talking about here is that the the concessional contributions cap is twenty five thousand dollars a year. So the sum total of what your employer puts in yeah. to your super fund and what you salary sacrifice in yeah. um, cannot exceed twenty five thousand dollars. So that's yeah. what you, you yeah. now you want to you want to take it right up to the boundary, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, you want to use you up wanna, all that. You don't want to you don't want to leave any of that. Um, uh, left over, yeah. But um, if you go over, yeah, um, yeah, you can get a tax bill in that so, situation. So that's exactly doing this by salary salary sacrificing via your payroll. It's it's essentially impossible to get that exactly right. Yeah, it's it's impossible to get that right to the dollar. Yeah, because you you either are going to be a little bit under or a little bit over. So if you're a little bit under, you're leaving tax savings on the table there because you you could have used mm. up more of that limit. And if you go over. What happens is, again, to use your example, if you calculate it so that you're perfectly in line for that $25,000 limit for the year, but unbeknownst to you, your employer has put in more contributions than what you thought or whatever the case may be, and you've actually gone over by $1,000, what happens is six months down the road, the ATO will calculate that and say, hey, that $1,000 that you put into super, you, you were $1,000 over, you only paid 15% as a contributions tax, you should have paid 39 cents in the dollar, uh, yes. if that's your marginal tax rate, does send you a bill for, for $240. Yes, so the difference. The, the difference, difference between yeah. those two. So, so I guess it's important to point out, um, I haven't yet seen a penalty imposed by the ATO. No. Um, they yeah. reserve the right to penalise yeah, yeah. Um However, what they've done, because um, this has happened to us a lot mm. uh, because of the reasons that yeah. you, you've stated, uh, people have just gone over that $25,000 because yeah. their employers yeah. put more in for that particular year or there's a, you know, they were paying in um, yeah. quarterly and then they've changed it to monthly paying in monthly yeah. Yeah, during the financial year. Um, so I've, I've only seen people 
not penalised, but just paying the tax yeah. that they would have ordinarily paid. So That's effectively right. you're a thousand dollars over. Yeah. You've only paid fifteen percent tax. You yeah. should have paid thirty nine percent. Yep. In this example. Yep. Um, so they say that should have never happened. We're yeah. going to bill you the difference, the difference $240. $240. Which, and that's a good point because it's not it's not as though you are drastically out of pocket or anything like that. No. But what I, what I find more and more is that there's something really painful about getting a tax bill that you weren't expecting six months on. It's normally just before yeah, yeah. Christmas. People go, I don't want to pay $240. And yeah. then they get sick of it. And I've seen this happen a few times where people go, I try to do that. I got this tax bill. Yeah. And then next year, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to do yeah. anything. I didn't salary sacrifice anything because it yeah. hurts. It, it doesn't feel good to think you're you're trying to do you're trying to do something that's going to put you in a better financial position, and you feel like you're being punished six months yes. down the road for yeah. for something that wasn't your fault. So I completely understand it. So what we've actually moved to is uh, the, a different way to take advantage of that tax saving. Yeah. So again, using that example of someone who's earning a hundred thousand dollars. Their employer's putting in just less than just less than ten thousand for the year on average. But as we said, yeah. we don't know exactly what that amount will be. So yeah. what we would do in that case is is say to the, to that person, um, let's make sixteen thousand dollars a year as a personal contribution into super. Yep. So every week they every week they can be paying into their super account the amount that will bring them bring them up to that sixteen thousand. It's about three hundred and ten dollars. About three hundred. Yeah. 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 So per they, week, per yeah, week, per week, yeah. yeah. So they can they can be pay that I think that three twenty into super every week. Now that's pushed from them directly from their bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes into their super fund over the course of that year. They put in sixteen thousand dollars. And this is the beauty of it: is at the end of that financial year, you've got you can wait until everything's all gone in, everything's finished in July. You basically look back and work out exactly how much did your employer put in on your behalf. So if your employer put in $9,800 for the year, mm-hmm. you could you could put in from before tax uh, income $15,200 to bring you up to the $25,000 limit for the yep. year. You've put in $16,000. So ordinarily in this case, you would, be, you would get that tax bill six months later. But what you actually do instead is that you you lodge a form with your super fund to say, of the $16,000 that I put in, I want to claim a tax deduction for $15,200 of that. Yep. Now, they send you basically a receipt from that, which you take to your accountant when you go and do your tax, and you say, I earned $100,000. Here's a receipt which shows that I should get a tax deduction of $15,200. So the advantage, and, and the reason that we do that is the... The first one is, I guess, that like we say you can't go over that limit. So you are yeah. then calculating exactly what's gone in. You are not going to go over the $25,000 limit and you're not going to get hit with a, a surprise tax bill yeah. after the fact. So that's the, that's the first one, just from a, a peace of mind, I guess, thing for most people is we hate, we hate that, that idea of a yes. tax bill hanging over our head that we might or might not have to pay. So that, that's the first... Um, advantage of that is that there's no other difference. You get to claim the same tax deduction. You're not missing anything. Yes, yeah, so that's, a, to worry that's about a good that. point. Um, it's six or one half a dozen of the, of the other at the end of the year, isn't it? If you get mm. so salary sacrifice isn't more tax effective yep. than personal contributions. Yep. You're claiming yep. that at the end of the year. That's right. Same tax. Yep. 
Um, it's six and a half dozen. We think this is a better way to do it yeah. because the personal contributions yeah. um, and, and claim that at the end of the financial year because you can push the boundaries right up to that $25,000. That's right. And, um, yeah. and, and that's, the other advantages, uh, yeah. I see you've listed them. Yeah, so I guess it, it sort of ties in a bit with, um, with that point of not going over the limit. But for a lot of people, they don't have a set income throughout mm. the year and, and their super contributions are going to change depending on um, you know, they're, where they're working allowances, all sorts of different things that, that tie into it that some employers pay contributions on. Yep. So if your income is variable throughout the year, it it's, makes it even harder to try and get that calculation right. Yeah, so I'll give you an example, a real life example. A real life example, here we go. <laughs> so I had a lady, uh, she was working and she was salary sacrificing what she thought would be yep. the um, uh, take her right up to the $25,000 concessional yep. contribution. So what yep. she was salary sacrificing, what her employer pa- were paying in, she'd calculate it to, yep. to be up to there. Yep. Um, her, that employer was paying in their super contributions and her salary sacrifice every fortnight. Yep. So they're making fortnightly contributions. Yep. Um, she moved city yep. uh, with her husband. Yep. I was out of the workforce for a period of time, got a new job. Yep and um, had worked out, okay, I now only have yeah. X amount of four nights, nights left, left for that financial year. Yeah. What she did was ramped up her salary sacrifice yeah. um, and and worked out that she'd get to the $25,000. Yeah. Um, unbeknownst to her, yeah. her employer uh, was paying in quarterly. Yeah. So. And and so she just started, she was, she was only gonna receive, she, she was only gonna receive two quarter pays yeah. that had gone in. Yep. She just started midway through one quarter, that went in, another one uh, went in. But the third quarter, yep. which was from April, the first yeah. of April to June, yep. didn't go. wasn't gonna fall in until the yep. next financial year. Yep. Um, so when we, we, we looked at it, yep. and looked at the timing of it, yep. and, and even though, and, 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 and bearing in mind that that there were big amounts every fortnight going in because yep. yes. so that last quarter, which yep. she thought was all going to fall into that financial year, yep. was falling into the next financial year. That's right. So when we looked at it, she was she was ten thousand dollars short. Yeah, of where that's right. So she thought she was she yep. was going to hit the twenty five thousand dollar. Yeah, um, uh, and it was I don't mind saying it was great work by us <laughs> because we we picked it up. Yep. and we said. Hey, um, yeah. if you make a ten thousand dollar contribution, yeah. you're going to be short by ten thousand dollars. Yeah. If you make a ten thousand dollar contribution, yeah. personal contribution, yeah. um, we'll be able to fill out this notice of intent to claim a tax deduction form yeah. at the end of the financial year, yeah. and you'll be able to claim an extra ten thousand dollars yeah. on your. Yeah. Um, she loved us, of yeah. course, yeah. because because well, we're the best, but also. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a good point because that's a part of what we do. Um, yeah, we. We review uh, contributions for all of our clients in May and June, and yep. and it's we're constantly surprised by the amount of differences that pop up throughout the, throughout the year. Someone yep. who, even if whether people have or haven't changed employer, something always comes up where we go either they're a bit ahead of where we thought they'd be, or they're a bit behind where we thought they'd be. I'll give you time. another example. <laughs> <laughs> so over three consecutive financial years, yep. one client, oh, yeah. so the same employer, yeah. So they were paying in quarterly. Yeah. So the first year that we salary sacrificed. Yeah. Um, his employer, because they had a big income year. Yeah. Decided to, to pay, pay five quarters worth <laughs> of contributions year. in that financial year. Yeah. 
because they looked at the yeah, their, books own, in their June own income tax and went, oh, we can we can actually yeah. we can actually claim yeah. more of a tax deduction if yeah, we prepay yeah. some of the, So they prepaid that he went over. Yeah. Um, the next financial year, yeah, uh, they changed from so uh, so 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 he was over that year. Yeah. But he was going to be short the next year, so yeah. we changed and ramped it up yeah. for the next year because yeah. only three quarters. Yeah. Should have fallen in. Yeah. They changed to monthly, <laughs> midway through the yeah. first year. So yeah. they changed to actually making contributions in monthly. Yeah. So that was that calculation. Was so that threw another spanner in the yeah. works. So so uh, what happened in the third year? I can't remember. Like it affected yeah. it affected yeah. us for three years. But, that, so, but that's right. Like so, um, and it was it was through no fault of ours, no, no. fault of of his. It was just yeah. the employer had made changes yeah. behind the scenes yeah. that they weren't even aware of. But I would say that I would I would say that more more often than not. That calculation when we look at that in May June, because we look at it in May June, is there anything that you need to do for this financial yeah. year, make any top up contributions or scale things back or whatever? And then we're also calculating for next year what do we think you need to be putting in every yes. week or every fortnight. Every, I would say far more often than not, you have to amend that in May or June yeah, because do. it's not what you what you thought it would be. That's the employers right. change things a bit, their incomes change a bit, all those sorts of things. So that's this is a, the one of those reasons is that. It's not just if your income changes throughout the year, but if your employer changes uh, how much they're paying, what they're paying you know, contributions on, yeah. when when they're paying, how often they, all those sorts of things, all all adjust that. So it's actually easier to just to just assume that that's going to be completely different every year yeah. and make these as personal contributions, and then look at it uh, after the after the wash up and go, yeah. well, what can we actually claim? Um, there's another another couple of advantages of doing it this way. Um, is that for most people, um, if, especially if it's a couple, if you look at maxing out those these contributions, you know, in that case, $320 a week or whatever it is yep. that we're saying that you're putting into super, it's a big whack out of people's spare cash flow. Right? Mm. So if that's for two people, $640 a week. Now, if you can do that via your own bank account, it, it's almost, it's easier then because you're in, you're in control. Of that. So if you do that via, setting up a regular BPAY, you still have the same benefit of, it just comes out every week or every fortnight yeah. uh, if you don't change anything. But you have you have control of that. And for most people, it gives them a bit of comfort to know that if in one week something happens and I get yeah. completely jammed up and I just can't, I can't afford to make that super contribution, they can just remove that BPAY for that, for that yeah, week for or that, that week, fortnight. Yeah. They don't have to go to their payroll, change it, yes. come back the next week, change it back, you know, all those sorts of issues. That you're, um, they're in control of that. They are, yeah. Uh, one, one thing to point out here, though, there is a difference in cash flow. So there's no difference yeah. at the end of the year. Um, uh, how do I explain this? So when you salary sacrifice, the tax deduction that you get yeah. is claimed every pay yeah. period yeah. at the source. Yeah. So, um, for example, yeah. um, $300 salary sacrificed into your superannuation fund. Yeah. Uh, for would only cost you would, say would two hundred dollars a week. It costs you. It, it reduces your pay by about two hundred dollars a week because yep. you are only getting you're getting taxed a hundred dollars yep. on that pay. Yep. To, and you're only getting two hundred dollars in the hand. Yep. Um, so the tax deduction is claimed every week. Yep. Um, however, when you put in three hundred dollars uh, via a personal contribution, yep. you're putting it in from after tax dollars That's initially right. and yep. you're claiming the tax deduction at the end of the year. So right. it costs you an extra $100 yep. a week yep. to do it that way. Yep. Um, 
I actually like it better I, that way because I, I mean it's a, it is a force saving and and it flows very neatly into my final point. Sorry, mate, I didn't want to uh, <laughs> to steal your thunder there, but um, I'm going to. I, uh, <laughs> that. But that you're exactly right. That it for most people, and most people know this themselves. That the more you can reduce your pay each week or each fortnight, the less you will spend. If that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. in that case. If you were getting two hundred dollars in the hand, and and you know, the more you can actually make that a force saving, put more yep. into super each week, and then get your tax saving as a lump sum at the end of the year. So yes. in that case, instead of uh, instead of getting a five thousand dollar tax saving throughout the year as a hundred dollars of tax yep. saving every week, if you get a lump sum when you get your tax refund, you get an extra five thousand dollars on top of what you thought you. That's right. Get. So and. Um, Nice round numbers for a couple, for the average couple, yep. they're getting back over ten thousand dollars right. as a tax return yep. by doing it yep. the personal contribution yep. way and claiming it at the end of the year. So I actually say to people, yep. Hey look, isn't this a great little thing here? You can go you can that can be your holiday for the year. You've you've done all the hard yeah, work. Yeah, that's you've right. put thirty you guys to, together have put thirty thousand dollars that's right into your superannuation funds. Yeah. And your employers have put in twenty. Yeah. Fifty's gone in yep. for that year. Yeah. Hey, um, fill your boot. Take yeah. that ten thousand dollars tax return or eleven thousand dollars tax return or whatever it is. Yep. And um, go on holidays or if you need something done around the house, there's yep. your money for that. Yep. So it's a it, it's a great little force saving there. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny because we most people know that everyone operates better with force savings. So yeah. and, and not only does it probably make you save more money on average, but I find that. Money coming in in a lump sum like that makes you be a bit more intentional about how you spend it. We, yes. We've spoken about that before, where yeah. in a perfect world, you should get paid a small amount every week and then get a, a big lump sum once a year and then have to really sit down and break that down into yep. what do I really want to spend that money on? So in yeah. this case, if you got an extra hundred, as a couple, if you had an extra $200 in, in the hand every week, you, you probably wouldn't save that and then go on a $10,000 trip at the end of the year, or you wouldn't save yes. it and pay $10,000 extra for your home loan. It'd yeah. just disappear on crap. That's right, That's it does. Invariably what happens is that we just get used to having that extra bit of income, we just blow it, and then yeah. we're, we're sort of back at square one. Whereas in this case, it really makes you think, people, like our clients are hanging out for that tax refund, Yeah. because that's what they've, that's kind of been their, their savings account for, as you say, Either they really want to chew through their home loan, mm. so they take that ten thousand dollars and they can pay a big lump sum off the home loan and feel really good about that because you get to see that that big whack come straight off it. Yes. Or they go, hey, this is this is free money. We've already done the hard yards all throughout the year. We've done everything that we needed to do. That that Michael Adela said that we need to contribute into super. This ten thousand dollars, this is really for us to. I, I love the reward system because yeah. uh, look, it does take effort, of course, to to put. Thirty thousand dollars in a superannuation. That's right. Um, but if you can, if you can say, okay, yeah. we just went to Fiji yeah. with the tax return that we got. That's right. Um, yeah. It's a little bit like my two-year-old for peeing on the potty this morning. <laughs> I gave her a jelly bean. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it, it works the same way. Exactly. As, uh, well, when you're when you're it's you know, when you're an adult, so you, you can actually you remember experiences. Yeah. And you say, okay, that tax return. Yeah. We went to Fiji, or we yeah. went here, or we did yeah. this, or we did that. Um, yeah actually 
hey, that wasn't so bad, yeah. putting that $600 in a week. It's, to, it's, to it's great for us too, because it, it, as you say, it's a positive association with us. Where It seems yeah. like every year we're saying, well, here's an extra 10 grand in yeah. tax refund. Go on this amazing holiday. Well, yeah. I mean, again, because you've broken it down to, if you paid weekly, you're yeah. putting in yeah. Yeah, $300 yeah. a week, yeah. $600 in a couple, in yeah. this example. Yeah. Um, look, your budget fights with yeah. the remaining income yeah. and, and and um, the feedback that we get from people is that life goes on yeah, as don't notice normal. Yeah. Um, so basically at the end of that year, then you get an extra $10,000 on average yeah. as a tax return. Yeah. And you go, okay, well, that yeah. was worth it. Yeah, I can and actually, I'm, my, my superannuation has grown so much yeah. because of what I've done. And yeah. I've actually got this, yeah. this lump sum here that I wouldn't have, it's a, ordinarily it's, got. A, it's a good one too. Like, I guess, as we say, on top of the forced saving, it's a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Like mm-hmm. if you're saying to people, you know, salary sacrifice this much per week and that's how much you've got to live on and you've just yeah. got to do that for the next 10 years and there's no money, there's no yeah. extra amounts coming in. Yes, It's really hard to stay motivated and go, oh, well, this is just going to be a slog for the next 10 yeah. years. Whereas yeah. if you say, hey, do this, it's, do it this way, it's a little bit harder throughout the year, but yep. once per year, you're going to get this $10,000, you know, big lump sum of money, come in, hit the bank account, yep. that's then yours to do what you want with. It's, yep. it's sort of easier throughout the year to go, well, we might want to go on this trip or we might want to do this or we might want to do this around the house. Yep. It's not a thing where you, you find, people tend to stick to the plan much better because they know that, right, well in three months or six months time, we're going to get this big tax refund yeah. and that can fund that. So we'll just hold yes. off, wait till we get it and then we'll do it. Rather than going, we want to do these things. We just don't know where we're going to find the money to do yeah. it. It's hard to stay motivated. Yeah. Um, one thought that I had as well, just a caveat to this, um, we're not saying salary sacrificing is bad. Again, it achieves the same result. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, there are, and it's the same tax deduction yeah. if you can get it exactly right. So yeah. what we're doing with most of our clients is yeah. moving to yeah. the personal contribution That's right. way. Yeah. However, um, there are a couple of important caveats to that. Um, one is that uh, if you work for an employer that tops up your superannuation, yep. Uh, so the, the, the mandated percentage yep. is 9.5%. Yep. So if you work for the Queensland state government, um, if you work for most local governments, most, uh, local governments if you work for uh, most schools, if you're a teacher or work in the education departments, yep. either that, either, either Catholic or, um, yep. or Anglican or, yep. or uh, of course the state government, uh, universities, yep. um, uh, what they require to pay you, a, so, so so those employers all pay a top up yep. contribution. Yeah. So um, look, a common one is that they'll to, they'll top you up from nine point uh, five to twelve point seven five percent. Yeah. So they'll put in an extra. Yeah. But uh, to get that, you've to got to get put that, in you 5%. actually have to salary sacrifice five percent. That's a good point, um, and, and it can't be done. It can't be done the other way. You have you have to do that amount. Yeah. So, so for so, those for our clients that are in that situation, what we're often doing is. Keeping keeping that five percent in place and doing everything else as a personal contribution. Mm. So just to make it simple. Yep. Uh, and, the, and the other one that I have for uh, I have a, a limited number of clients that run their fortnightly budget so tightly that that's and, the and they're way. actually they're actually already putting money away for yep. the holidays and things yep. like that. So yep. so what they do is they've yep. opted to continue the salary sacrifice. Yep. Um, we 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 purposely. 
Yeah, we purposely well, we purposely go under. Yeah, we hit hit yeah. hit it. We, we aim yeah. to hit about twenty four grand. Yeah. for the year instead yeah. of twenty five. So they can we can, uh, yeah. and then we Just look at it in May June up. and they do a top up of yeah. a thousand dollars each, um, for example. So, I, I so it's 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 certainly not. I mean, it achieves the yeah. the same result. And up until two years ago, yeah, that was the only way. That was the only way to do it. Yeah. if you if you were an employee. employee yeah. um, but there's a different way to do it now, yeah. and that's where we're sort of gradually yeah. moving. Yeah. We think it's a better way. And I guess, uh, in in wrapping up, as you as you said, Michael, my my thoughts on this are: should if someone said to me, "Should I make personal contributions super? Should I salary sacrifice?" My answer would be yes. You yeah. should do you should do one of them. Yeah. And and we have this with with all of our clients is that if someone comes in to see me and they are salary sacrificing and they just prefer to do it that way and that's working really well for them. Yeah. If it's not broken, I'm not going to fix it. No. So if if that's if that's what works best for them, or they just like it, or that's what the easiest way for yes. them to stay motivated, whatever whichever of these you are going to stick to is the one that I would want you to do. Yeah, I'm about to play a game of football and I haven't trained. Yeah. Um, should I wear Adidas boots or should I wear Puma boots? Like, yes. That's not the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what you need to do is yeah. get yourself physically yeah, fit. That's right. To, to, yeah. To, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, right. so, so I mean, that's that's basically the analogy, isn't it? Yeah, so that's it's, right. It, it's, it doesn't make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you will still achieve the same results. That's right. It, it's those, a bit so. of a tweak that we've that we've found works really well for a lot of people. But as you said, there might be something that it doesn't quite suit for. But it's a, it's a it's something that most people aren't even aware is is one way to do it. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's so that's I guess the way that I'd think of it is that we've just spent as as per usual we've spent half an hour debating a topic. A five minute topic. <laughs> But at the end of the day, the most important thing is making sure you're using up all of that limit for the year, picking up every dollar of tax yep. saving you possibly can, and making personal contributions is what we've found is the easiest way to make sure that you are really, really going up to that limit and taking advantage of everything you can. That's right. Let's wrap up right now. We're 25 minutes over time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.